the Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. I am Banner. I am the one and only Guru. And we're here to talk some sports. And we're going to start off with the one and only Tim Tebow, baby. (laughs) It's Tebow time for the Arizona Fall League. That's right. This Mets farm player is now playing for the Scottsdale Scorpions. That's hilarious and uh, funny all at the same time, I guess. I don't know I don't, I don't know what to make of the whole Tebow thing. I'm not pumped. I'm not jazzed. I could care less. If he makes, if he makes it up to the professional level, which I highly doubt he will, um, it, it would be hilarious. It would be one of the greatest sports accomplishments probably ever. I think it would be awesome. I mean, the kid's obviously an athlete and wants to well, he's not continue a, playing. Well, yeah, he wants to. He's a playing professional sports. So. He's a competitor. The I mean, you know what? He's probably rich at this point because he did play in the NFL and he, he got, was a quarterback. He was a number one draft pick. I think when the draft picks were still getting paid a. He was. Shit he was a first money. rounder. He wasn't the number one. But no, he but he was a first rounder. rounder. Yeah. So, yeah, no, they're getting. First round money. So was, he was uh, making pretty good money, I'm sure. Yeah, plus he sold a shit ton of merchandise. Oh, yeah. No, Tebow, I'm sure, doesn't have to worry. Tebow Mania. Yeah. Still alive and well. <laughs> and that brings us to uh, the only game, really, that I, I guess, care about as a. I don't know. I don't really give a shit about baseball. I'm not going to pretend like I do or not. And I really don't like the Cubs because if I was going to care about any team in Chicago where, you know, we kind of live around, uh, it would be the White Sox. But that's contrary, Banner, because that's the Cubs are on the north side, which is closer to us, where the Sox are on the south side, which is farther from us. Yeah, by like, what, 30 fucking minutes? Like, who cares? But... (laughs) The Mets play the Giants in a one-game playoff to determine who the Cubs are going to play in game one when the playoffs start in, what, like two days? Today is Wednesday. I'd like to see the Mets get nope, in there. Today is Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Yeah, the, the game, there's another game going on tonight. Both wild card games are tonight and tomorrow. Um, however, I would like to see the Mets win that game to play the Cubs so the Cubs could get a little bit of redemption. A little bit of redemption. Plus, I don't think anyone wants to see Madison Bumgardner in the playoffs after the run that he had a couple years ago. Yeah. I mean, Cubs fans probably don't want to see it. No. I wouldn't at all. And I won't see it. You know why? Cuz I will not be tuning in. <laughs> well, if the Cubs if the Cubs are there, I will definitely well, I'll be watching all the Cubs games myself that I can, unless unless I'm at work, which I more than likely will be. You know what I'll be watching, or at least paying close attention to? The saga that is Derrick Rose. Oh, Lord. God, help us. You know what's the funniest thing about that is? Is that he openly admits to fucking the girl with his friends. Like he's like, yeah, we ran a train on that bitch. Like, no, that, yeah, that happened. She's like, right. He's like, listen, no, she ain't, we can get her fucked up. But, um, 
I don't know. I don't know what kind of evidence there is or anything like that. So it will be really interesting. It'd be awesome if that was like court TV type shit. Because I would definitely love to tune in and just see exactly what the details are of it. And um, I don't know. It seems like she came out a lot later about it than when it happened. I don't really know anything about it other than the fact that all I really know is that Derrick Rose... Used to play basketball in the city of Chicago like four years ago. And then... Four years ago. And then he got injured and didn't play forever. And then last year played for a little bit. So... That's what I know about Derrick Rose. I mean, like, he got traded to New York. I knew that he was... You don't think Derrick Rose and the Knicks are going to be the shit with Mello and Noah? And maybe if this team was assembled like four years ago, but yeah, no. not now. I mean, they're all past their prime. Mello is the best one out of the deal. And I just, I don't know. I don't think that team is really, really the best player on that team is a guy that wasn't even mentioned, and that's the rookie. Carmelo Anthony, year. to me, has officially become Joe Johnson of the league, where it was like you just thought the guy was a beast, and yeah, could he score? Sure. Is he a winner? No. Well, it's because he chose money over winning. Not even that, though. Even when, when he was in Denver, they won. They got to the playoffs. But they, he's not. I don't think he's ever won a playoff series. Yeah, well, I mean, like, they pretty much had a lot of bums surrounding him. And now him. he's been in the East for a while. And the East has gotten better in the last couple of years. But he's been here for, like, four years. And there were a couple of years where the East was still horrendous well, and he see, still couldn't make it to the fucking well playoffs. did you see what they traded to get him they yeah. gave denver all of their pieces so they didn't have any pieces to contend with anyhow that's like and and let's not get it twisted here come on anthony's no lebron james so he's not going to carry a team on his back well, to the champion watch what you see westbrook do this year my friend the thunder Baby. I don't think anybody's getting past Golden Thunder State. Thunder over Golden State. You heard it. How much do you want to bet? Uh, give me odds. I mean, if you're if you're so, you know, I going straight animate up. About I want like ten to one on that. Well, you're so, so I'm gonna give you ten to one because odds. you're the one that's saying it's a guarantee. There's there is no guarantee. I'm the in gambling. There's no guarantee in sports. And that's what I'm going with, baby. I mean, I'll give you like a two to one. Like, they're going to play... No, 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 no. No two to ones here. <laughs> no. That would have to be... Dude, the Vegas odds on that, if we if we could go to Vegas and bet that when the series started... Oh, no. You're getting... I got I to gotta imagine they're getting great uh, odds. Well, how about this? We'll revisit that when the series starts. Yes. When the ba- basketball talk is right around the corner. It is. I mean, preseason right now. So, and that's actually how I found out that about this Derrick Rose is going to fly to L.A. for the trial after he plays a game in New York. Yeah, no, Derrick Rose is going to be, that. that's a lot of bad publicity and it's and it's what to make of it dude it's like what at the Knicks it's like what if he is convicted and what if he did rape this chick and it's like they're still letting him play and he's running it's like how do you not I mean uh, why this, if it if it's getting this serious and going to this I mean how do you not say 
Well, didn't the Blackhawks like a year or so ago like distance themselves from Patrick? Kane no, a not at all, not at all. And Patrick and Patrick Kane never even got charged with anything, or even got Derek. He never got anything. The police and everybody found that to be bullshit and fucking because one of the friends came out about the truth and that was totally dismissed. He never was charged with anything in the crime. It was just uh, under investigation. Derek Rose is in some shit. Yeah. Like, legitimate. Alright, so I was reading something that Dana White isn't ruling out um, another CM Punk fight. I mean, from what I was reading, it was like, hey, we're not just going to all of a sudden let CM Punk be on another card. But if he works himself, you know, if he worked, if he has some fights outside of the UFC, shows that he's actually trying to, like, win fights. Here's what I would have wanted to see. It. And what I think what they should have done from the get-go with CM Punk is you get another fucking guy that's around the same age that's in the same same kind of situation like okay so maybe he's not you know CM Punk from WWE but CM Punk is still just a fucking guy yeah. you know what I mean it's like yes did he have this like star power and he's used to being in front of a crowd and all that okay yeah and I and you can't really say he has ring experience I mean he just got the shit beat out of him for a round so it's like you get another guy that's maybe not even his age, you know, some that could be younger, whatever, but is in a physical good shape guy. You know what I mean? You, you do some, I, that's what I would do. I would do some sort of fucking, if CM Punk was down for it, I would do some sort of crazy, let's pick a, let's have some sort of contest thing and bring people in and we'll interview and we'll do stuff and we'll pick out a guy that's legit legit that uh can go train and we'll pay the guy because like i mean it's bringing eyes and i think that kind of spectacle would even be more like people would be like oh my god it's like regular dude's just gonna froth like cm punk like you know what i mean cm punk's a regular dude in my opinion i mean he's nothing special that fight totally showed it was like he was it was he's a pro wrestler it was bad that's what he's done his whole life yeah and he wanted to do something outside there's been other pro yeah but there's been other pro wrestlers that have but basically, the, the gist of this article was like, hey, you know, Brock Lesnar and CM Punk have already transferred from the WWE to UFC. Is there a market for, in the future, guys going from WWE to the UFC? And I'm thinking in my head, and I'm like, oh, maybe if a guy was a fighter at some point or another. But if you're dedicating a large portion of your time pro wrestling in my opinion why don't you just say pro wrestling but i can respect a guy like cm punk for going hey no i'm done with wrestling i did it my whole life i've accomplished what i've wanted to accomplish i've always wanted to fight somebody for real let's try to do this and yeah i can respect him for doing it but at the same time if you want to make some sort of a you know quote career out of it you probably should do it at a younger age as opposed to an older age yeah no that's uh yeah i don't i i don't i don't know what to say about cm punk I, i'm not a big 
fan. I wasn't a big fan of the wrestling character CM Punk. I thought he was a doucher. The, watching the TV show on him made me think he was kind of a doucher still. And uh, let's move on. All right. Well, you wanted to run down the UFC fight card. Well, yeah, let's just go. Actually, not even talk about the the the, the card is actually, in my opinion, pretty fucking shitty. I mean, you got Ovin St. Pru versus uh, Jimmy Manoa, and that, that's probably going to be a pretty good fight. Could be a good fight, but it also could just be like a fucking lean, lean on the fence fight, uh, which is can be really boring. Um, but the main event, Dan Henderson looking to knock out Bisbing. Once again, uh, they'll be fighting. Dan Henderson comes at in a decent underdog. Not horrible. Not as much as I thought it would be. And I really think, though, Bisbing is a much better fighter than he was then when he got knocked out. Um, Dan Henderson's a one-trick pony. Um, he's fucking old as shit. I think he's 45 now. 44, 45. Um, it would be a great story, don't get me wrong, if he were to win, but he, he honestly shouldn't even be fighting this, and I get why they did it because of the big knockout that they had. They were both on the same card and both had huge wins uh, the same night, but Dan Henderson shouldn't be fighting this fucking fight. Not even at all. Uh, not even close. Um, but Bisbing should destroy him. Am I, I, I think Bisbing's going to probably end up TKOing or submitting him, and I, I actually think Bisbing makes it look easy. Hmm. So, if you want to make some easy money, put a little on the bizzer. Anything else from that card? Not really. That card's garbage. I will not be paying for it. I will probably go watch it somewhere, but I am not going to be purchasing that card. And I purchase most UFC cards, but that one I will not be doing. All right. And speaking of purchasing cards... You can uh, get the WWE No Mercy this upcoming Sunday on I don't, I'm maybe pay-per-view. I don't know. I have the WWE Network, so that's where I watch all my WWE pay-per-view shit. But from what I was looking at online earlier today, I'm sure there's going to be more matches added to it. Probably even more matches added to it tonight on SmackDown Live, but there's five matches on the card as of, as of now, and we'll start from the bottom up. Uh, are now are are we gonna do your official picks? We'll do my official picks, and I'll do my random picks versus your random. That's picks. what I'm talking about, baby. All right. Well, who would you take in the Bisbing Bisbing Henderson fight? I'm gonna go with Bisbing based off. Bisbing is the champion, right? Yes, he just and Bisbing isn't forty five years old. Fair enough. Um, that's what I I my my uh, um, random pick, I guess, for the UFC is Bisbing. If you want to get random, throw a throw a hundo on Bisbing. Win some win some money, you know. Throw a little bit toward uh, Chuck Banners. Chuck Banner's way for steering you in the right direction. <laughs> All right. All right, but we'll start off with the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. And Becky Lynch is the first SmackDown Live champion. She is facing Alexa Bliss, who I think is a little firecracker. She's tiny. Love her. But uh, she's definitely not going to win this match. I've got... 
a champion retaining Becky Lynch. I'll agree with you there based on that. She is the first woman to win it, so why would they want to immediately take it away? Exactly. Yeah, that makes no that's, sense. It makes no sense. All right, now we're going to be going to the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And the challengers are the Usos, who are the sons of Rikishi, for those who do not know. And they've recently gone from face to heels. And I think it was much needed. Their face... Uh, them being faces just wasn't working anymore. It, it, it was stale. No one really cared. Now they needed to do something in order to change it up. I think this is a perfect way for them to move right into heels. I do not think, however, that they're going to take these titles off of Rhino and Heath Slater, or as they've been calling them on SmackDown, Beauty and the Man Beast. Beauty and the Man Beast. You got to love that, right? And so, How I, long have they had the belts? They they just won the titles. The t- the tag titles and the women's title for SmackDown were just inter- introduced at the last pay-per-view. I will agree with you that they retain. I, I think it makes no sense to take the titles off of Slater and Rhino right now. I don't think Rhino needs to go, um, needs to leave yet for what he has to do outside of WWE. And I think it's a great chance for them to keep running with Slater as the Can I ask you a question real quick? Champion. Now, can Raw and SmackDown make trades? I don't know. It's never happened. They did have uh, Jack Swagger was drafted by Raw. And then he ended up going to SmackDown. So I think what they ended up saying was he got out of his contract or something like that and then signed with the SmackDown. Okay. So they potentially, I guess, could do trades. Why not? I mean, if they're just going to say, hey, we don't want you on Raw anymore. We're going to put you on SmackDown. That's just what's going to happen. Understandable. I mean... In the end, it's all one company. It's all the WWE. I will also go with you in the retaining of the titles. All right, so now we have the WWE Intercontinental Championship where if Dolph Ziggler loses, he has to retire. So I don't think the WWE is going to force Dolph Ziggler to retire. So unless some sort of fuckery happens, which very well could happen, and to be honest, I wouldn't doubt The Miz retains off some fuckery, but I'm actually going to go with Dolph Ziggler, new champion here. Uh, I agree with you. You said The Miz has been running with it for a long time. Um, Now, is this a no disqualification match? I do not know. Because I could also see The Miz winning in some sort of... I could see Dolph Ziggler winning and and uh, not winning the title. Like, it's a blatant disqualification. Right, that's what like I'm that. saying. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, I, and that's what I'm saying, kind of like, yeah, I could see The Miz retaining on some fuckery. Right, yeah. But... Right, I and that's... I agree. Yeah, that's what I agree. So... I'm also going to have to go with you. And you know what? I'm actually almost considering just changing my pick right now to The Miz because I I think to take the title off The Miz right now would be a mistake. I'm going to stay with the Zig. But I am... You know what? No. 
I am going to change my mind. I am picking The Miz to retain the title. I'm not necessarily picking him to win the match. But to walk away with the title. But to walk out with the title. If he walks away with the title, I will consider that a victory. If he walks out of there without the title, I will consider that a loss. Right. Because I could see... that's. The, so I'm not really that's the WWE's way right there. Yeah, I'm not really considering an, an like if he wins or if he loses the match, but he still keeps the title. I consider that a victory, and I consider that picking it correctly. So okay. I'm gonna go with the Miz retains the title. All right, let's roll with it. Then we have the continuation of the rivalry from last month, and what we've been getting on WWE SmackDown TV. Of Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. I think Bray Wyatt needs a victory on pay-per-view. The WWE does not like to let Bray Wyatt win on pay-per-view. I think him losing last month to Kane in an impromptu match. Sets up him winning against Randy Orton. I disagree. And it all ties into Brock. Because they... They owe Randy Orton first First off. Randy Orton can't go through getting destructed like that by Brock Lesnar and now then losing this belt. Unless there's some sort of Brock Lesnar magic fuckery at this thing, like you like to say. What you say doesn't happen. However, because of how big they're trying to push, we're pushing that. And still, I still believe that's where they could go is uh, Randy Orton could get fucked out of it. However, I do think Randy Orton will win. I think they owe it to him from the whole Lesnar deal. Um, I mean, he basically got embarrassingly beat up. And uh, I think that's where they need to roll. He's still one of the bigger names in wrestling. Um, I'm going to go with Randy Orton all day. All right. And then we get to the big daddy. The WWE Championship in a triple threat match. John Cena versus Dean Ambrose versus the champion AJ Styles. Now, I'm going against my number one rule, which is never doubt John Cena. But it's triple threat. I'm picking AJ Styles. To walk away the champion. Yeah. There'll be some sort of shit happening with Ceno. Ceno always gets like fucked or something, you know. Um, I think Dean Ambrose is probably going to be the one who gets pinned. I'm going to go with John Cena and not break your rule. Alright, so you heard our fucking picks here on the Sportsy Show. All right, and now we're coming into a brand new section. And we're going to call it the waiver wire pickups for the super fucking deep leagues. All right, so when we mean super deep leagues, if you've been listening to this show, you obviously know that I, Banner, run two leagues. Both of them are two starting quarterback leagues, so that gets a little deep there. You know, you can't just um, do the... The classic, well, I've got Drew Brees on a bye. Who should I start? You should start Matthew Stafford. Well, what about in a two-quarterback league where Matthew Stafford isn't isn't on the fucking waiver wire? Or what about a super deep league where, you know, 200 to 230 guys are already off the board and, and on a team 
whether or not they're in IR spots or these are just super deep leagues where you can roster a ton of players, then that's what this is here for. This is for you people who don't get to listen to podcasts that offer that sort of inside information. Exactly, exactly. All right, so we're going to start off with... um, I, I broke this down based off my the two leagues that I run. So in one being kind of a dynasty format, certain guys are going to be gone, like your Cody Kessler's and your, uh, you know, Jared Goff's and all, all your super young guys with, you know, high upside that may be already gone because they were drafted in a rookie part of a draft or something like that. So we're going to start off with the LOE, uh, which is just basically... For a deep standard league or maybe a two-quarterback starting league um, where you have deep rosters where maybe, let's say, 200 to 215 guys are already out of the, you know, already picked and on teams so they're not available for you to take. And starting off with quarterbacks, um, there's going to be three that I would say could be available in your league. If, you know, you're in a super deep or two-quarterback league. Um, the first guy I would say is, especially if you're a Cam Newton owner, go get Derek Anderson. Because if Cam Newton can't play because of this concussion, Derek Anderson can step right in and not necessarily be like, it's like you didn't even miss Cam Newton. Because let's say you're going to miss Cam Newton. But Derek Anderson can definitely step in there and not hurt other players such as Greg Olson, Kelvin Benjamin. I'll go with Kessler uh, from Cleveland. I think if Kessler is available, you, you get him. He said back to back double digit points. They're gonna always pass. They're gonna get. They're gonna pass like crazy. He's uh. Um, he's he's a solid guy. They have weapons. I I like I would I would roll out Kessler. I think I think you got a better Derek now Derek Anderson, yeah. If if you had him and you're you're thinking just one week with him, yeah, Derek Anderson probably. Um I think there's more upside there because he does have Calvin Benjamin. But um Kessler also, I don't mind Kessler either. And even Casey Keenum. Not that they've been great by any means, but they seem like they're a lock to get you, you know, ten I plus do have points. Case Keenum as my third quarterback to target. So I agree with you on the Case Keenum. On, on He would be my third guy. I don't have um, Kessler up there because they're playing New England, which maybe should factor to actually getting him because they should be down. They should be down pretty big. They're going to need to throw. But New England's got a pretty decent defense. I don't... I don't think anybody on Cleveland really has too much fantasy value this week outside of Isaiah Crowell and maybe Terrell Pryor if you're if you need uh, you know Hail Mary. Terrell Pryor's done has done well the last few weeks. I think especially now with no Josh Gordon for the foreseeable future and potentially the rest of the year, maybe ever again in Cleveland. Um I, I think Terrell Pryor's the guy 
as their number one wide receiver, at least until Corey Coleman comes back. And even still, you know, uh, Terrell Pryor is, is a freak athlete, and they really, really like what they have with him. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I also have Paxton Lynch. How did how did Terrell Pryor do this past week? He actually had a good. He had a touchdown, didn't he? Yeah, I think he got ten points in uh, standard scoring leagues. Oh, okay. Um, but Paxton Lynch is actually my number two guy to get because although Atlanta's offense has been on fire, and you want to say that their defense has probably been good, but they let Drew Brees go to town on them. They they have let points up. Here, real quick though, before you get into deep that, I want to pick up Paxton Lynch, and here's why: Semyon's going to start next week. He's not hurt. He's not. He's okay. He's going to be fine. He's going to start. Simeon's going to start. Simeon has earned that spot. Simeon. I is agree with good. you. But, He's going to play. But if they want to let Simeon rest one more week, Paxton Lynch, I have. A I don't. Case I don't see it happening. I don't. But I mean, this is for super deep leagues. Agreed. Um, running backs. Who do you have as your number one running back waiver wire pick uh, in uh, super deep league? In, in like super deep leagues right now? Ugh. I don't even know. I would go Kenneth Dixon. Kenneth Dixon? He, he's most likely not owned. Even in, in real deep leagues. Um, they, they don't really have anybody there. I mean, Terrence West did pretty... Decent this past week. They just cut for set. Yeah, I uh, I would probably I would more roll Artisan Payne out if he hasn't been picked up already. See, Honestly, I, I don't have him on my list just because I think he's already rostered. You think he's already rostered? Because I think now with if Cam does miss some time, I think that actually benefits. Arts and pain probably the most. Um, for running backs, there's not a lot available, honestly. Well, I have James um, White as my second and Matt Asiata as my third. James because... White to me has just been such a disappointment uh, from what he did last year and what he is. Yeah, Matt Asiata is still, he, but he's totally just a, we saw the workload. He's he's going to be, he's gonna he's be just touchdown a, dependent. You, Touchdown dependent, he can burn you. But, there, I mean, there's just not a lot of options right now. Um, I would almost go with DeAndre Washington out of Oakland. They have a solid offense. I mean, he hasn't gotten a touchdown yet or anything, but I think he's just a little bit away from, you know, he's not too far off from having a decent game. But, I mean, those are for – you're not hopefully having to start these guys. But, I mean, in your case – in Dynasty, you, they're, you they're could be playing They're good stashes, like but, that. Um, you know, they're bi-week filling guys. But yeah, this is for super deep leagues. I mean, there's a reason why 200 guys are gone already in, in a league like this. And this is why you're left with these sorts of running backs. All right, well, let's move on to the wide receivers. What do you got there? Um, for a standard... Deep league where 200 to 215 guys are already gone. I got uh, Inman from the San Diego Chargers, my number one wide yeah. receiver to get picked up. He He's had high high uh, targets. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, 
I'm going to go ahead and probably go with... Uh, so ugly, but I guess I'd have to go with Kenny Stills based on just fantasy points scored. I actually and, like Robert Woods as my number two because... No Watkins makes him the number one wide receiver there, which isn't saying a lot of things other than the fact that Buffalo has shitty receivers. No, you're right. They do. They are not uh, very good at all. So I would say Robert Woods is my number two, and then I would have Kenny Britt as my number three just because we've all been burned by Kenny Britt in the past, so there's likelihood that he's in free agency. And now we're starting to see St. Louis actually get into some sort of a rhythm. And I think on any given week, Kenny Britt could go off for 100 yards and a touchdown. It's just you're, you're not going to be able to rely on him. He's a bi-week villain at this <coughs> point. So let me ask you a question outside of this. You think Tony Romo is droppable now? If yeah. people have been holding on to him, oh, yeah. you think he's? I I think <coughs> on this. I think even on this show, I went on the record of saying that he was done before the before the season started. Okay, like he's not going to just be handed his job. Yeah, I agree. Especially if Dallas continues to put up good games and wins. Why would they just go, oh, hey, you know, you only lost us two games, Dak, but hit the bench for a guy with a broken back? Like, I I just think Tony Romo would be better suited to not play football anymore. Yeah, I could agree with that. Cover up the dynasty portion of the waiver wire. So if you're in a dynasty deep, uh, you know, super deep league where, you know, 200 to 230 guys are already gone. And this is for dynasty formats, so certain guys might even be more gone because because of the, you know, no one... People want to draft rookies and stuff like that. So, uh, real quickly, I've got, I've got Derek Anderson as my number one quarterback because, once again, you know, Cam Newton isn't available. Derek Anderson should be. Uh, but as my number two, I have uh, Drew Stanton because... Carson Palmer has looked like shit and, quite frankly, still might be injured. If he is injured, Drew Stanton's the backup. And then for my number three, I have Geno Smith because, let's face it, Ryan Fitzpatrick threw six interceptions the other week against Kansas City. And if he continues to play like he's played at the beginning of the season, you know, when does when, when do the Jets go, all right, Geno? You got one more chance to prove us wrong. No, yeah, I could agree with it for sure. Um, I'm gonna with the dynasty and the super deep leagues like that. I don't know. I probably if you heard what I said with the uh, LOE, it's gonna fall suit. It's all the same guys for the most part as I was just overlooking. So for running backs, um, I pretty much have two of the same guys, except for the third one. I actually have a guy I did mention. He was the recently released Justin Forsett. The only reason why I say Justin Forsett and he'd be my third guy is because he's 
healthy as far as we know, in a league ruled by injuries, he could be picked up somewhere to potentially be like a, a change of pace backup. Like, I wouldn't be super surprised to see San Diego sign Justin Forsett. Um, why would they do that with Melvin? I mean, I, for as a backup. Yeah, as a ba- not as a starter. <clears throat> as a ba- he's he's not gonna get a starter position anywhere in the NFL. I'd probably go with Fozzie Whitaker as my number one. Uh, he's used a shit ton. Um, I like Artisan Payne too there, but they're both used in different ways. Um, especially if you're in any kind of PPR league, Fozzie Whitaker is a great addition at this moment. And then for wide receivers, they're pretty much the same guys are going to be available. But if for some reason Victor Cruz is available, sign him. Yeah, Take him. if he is, yeah, no, definitely get him. He's getting the targets, and that's that is what <clears throat> what's happening with ODB is what I thought. I stayed away from Odell Beckham Jr. in every single league. I don't own him in a league. Um, I had chances to get him in two leagues if I really wanted him that I have, and I we didn't. We stayed away. I stayed away. I, I just thought with the healthy Victor Cruz, with the Shepard guy, he's not going to get the targets that he was before. Um, people now can game plan for him, you know, specifically. Um, I just, I am not an ODB believer this year. I'm not saying he's not a great player. I'm not saying he's not a superstar or whatever. I just think there's so their weapons are so good. Other wide receivers are so good that it's just chewing into his volume. No, yeah, there's definitely a case to be made for he's getting less uh, attention paid to him by his quarterback and more attention paid to him by defenses. But I heard something today that. Basically, the difference between his 2015 first four games and his 2016 first four games is two touchdowns. So, I mean, if we can go off of that, that means last year he was a slow starter and this year he's a slow starter. So, maybe the guy is just a slow starter. Who knows? Well, see, I'm not saying he's not going to have some big games. I'm just saying, don't be surprised if he has another handful of two to five point games. You know, and you don't know when he's gonna. He's you don't know when he's gonna pop up for a big game. It's just because any three of those guys can go off. No, any yeah. three of them. It's it's a lot like what the Arizona Cardinals are, where it's like, yeah, he's the Larry Fitzgerald of the offense. However, you still have two other guys there, so it's only one wide receiver can really, really go off. You know, it's really hard for two wide receivers to have like crazy good games, and especially with when you have like a great quarterback with Eli Manning who can spread the ball around. He doesn't have to have a great wide receiver bail him out. Pay no attention to that Super Bowl victory. (laughs) Alright, so now we're going to get to the championship chatter with the commissioner portion of the show where we run down the League of Enthusiasm and the Dynasty League. Starting off with the League of Enthusiasm, the high score for Week 4 was Jake 142 points and the high score has gone up every week. Whooped my ass. Eventually Fuck you, Phelps. Eventually we will get back down to where 
it doesn't go up every week, and then that will probably be the person who ends up winning the high score. But as of right now, Jake, you are the high score champion. Uh, the MVP race has definitely <clears throat> started to thin itself out. In first place, still, DeMarco Murray, five votes. Second place now, A.J. Green with four. And third place is a three-way tie between Matt Forte, David Johnson, and Julio Jones with three votes. Then we then we get to the Aaron Hernandez Quarterback of the Year award. And that has also thinned itself out. In first place with seven votes, Ben Roethlisberger. Running away. Oh, kind of. But in the close second, Carson Palmer and Blake Bortles with six. And then there is a uh, four-way, potentially a five-way tie between Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, and potentially and probably Matt Ryan at four votes. Then, uh, last week I fucking sucked at the picks. And LOE, at least, I went 0-4-5. And Dynasty brutal. went 3-2. and two. So, 3-7 and seven overall, pretty shitty. You went 2-3 and three in both leagues, so overall you beat me. Uh, all I needed was, what, one fucking win in LOE and we would have tied? Yeah, well, you didn't get it. But, uh... Coulda, woulda, shoulda, Spanner. So now we get to the week 5 picks. The Sportsy Squad, my squad, versus the Yetis. I'm going for the quote upset, and having the Sportsy Squad pick up the win, we are 0-4. The 0-4 squad, Yetis has some buys. He's got a lot of bye weeks, or no, just, no, who's he got? He's got Breeze on bye. The Yetis have been up and down all year. Um, I don't know what to make from him. I don't know that he has a quarterback to put in. Um, he's going to be having to try and pick someone up, but I don't know. Was there anyone available in LOE? Didn't we discuss that? Uh, Derek Anderson. Yeah. So that's. Paxton Lynch. Case otherwise, the Yetis are without a quarterback. Uh, they're a quarterback down. You got pretty good matchups coming up, uh, except for Tevin Coleman. Yeah, I can probably even take him out. I'm going to go with you to win that based on that he's got Cousins against Baltimore. And actually, Baltimore right now is your number one defense in the NFL, statistically speaking. So that is a tough matchup in its own. Um, And they're at Baltimore. I will also be going with the Sportsy Squad to pick up their first victory of the year. All right, let's not celebrate yet. But... uh... We'll go on to the next matchup where Demac Flop Servant is going to take on your reigning undefeated champion, Third and Nazi. I mean, at this point, we can almost say the curse is non-existent because last year, Trey's squad kind of shattered, it. Uh, John's, shattered the idea of the curse, and now Duck John's kind of like, "What? You say I'm cursed, bitch? I say I'm four and zero. I say I'm four and zero. And so you know what? I'm actually picking him to go five and zero. I will also be taking him to go 5-0. and 
because Luck has not played. Wilson's on a bye. He's got... We also have another person that will not be having a quarterback. Exactly. And that was part of the reason, too. In the I league. was like, man, I can't pick a guy without a quarterback. So that means one of them has a chance at Derek Anderson. And he's not even a lock to start. No, yeah. It's like, I, I don't even know if it's a 50-50 if he plays. Kessler might be available in that so, league, though. So Kessler and Keenum could both get scooped These off situations, and... see, folks, that's the kind of luck I have. These situations happen, and I don't get a piece of the action. You know, I don't get I don't get a one quarterback team come rolling in. People don't know how to pay attention to bye weeks when we draft. Yeah, give me give me the Nazis. All right. Even anyway. though luck, I will say this: luck could outscore Mariota on Bradford. Oh yeah, easily, it could easily happen. Easily. Mariota's a bum. I don't know about him. All right, what's next? Uh, Troy Boy's The Godfather versus Rob's Zombies. Ooh. The battle. I have zombies to win. Yeah, I'm liking uh, the zombies in this game, too. Uh, both both uh, Godfather's quarterbacks are on the road. Actually, his like whole team is on the road. Um, he's going to have a hole at wide receiver. Well, he'll have Devontae Adams he can pop in. But he's going to have a hole at wide receiver. His quarterbacks just haven't been all that great. Eli's in Green Bay. That's that's always tough. Yeah, give me the Godfather. Uh, give me the Zombies. And then we have your matchup, the Guru versus Johnson's out for Harambe. Tom Brady is all I'm going to say. Tom fucking Brady. I don't know, man. I looked at it and I... Tom Brady. I like the matchups more for the Johnsons. Really? Because I'll take Tom Brady and his first game back after this suspension. You thought the fucking Gronk Tour was something last year? Oh, it's going to go mega. Look for fucking your boy Hogan to have a huge, huge week this week as well. He's going to have a great week. Now that Tom Brady's back and they have someone that can actually sling the ball down the field, you're going to see Hogan light it up. The man has got the talent. He just hasn't had someone to put it there yet. Um, Jameis Winston against Carolina. Carolina's been money to quarterbacks. They've just been fucking giving points to them. Eddie Lacy against the Giants all day, every day. Cameron Arsip Payne against Tampa all day, every day. Give me Mike Evans against Carolina. Give me oh yeah. Fitzgerald against San Fran. My matchups are gorgeous. Fuck you. The I think San Francisco has actually been a sneaky defense this year. Fuck them. But then we have uh, the Weapon X Project versus Come Gets. And just for the record, you went with... uh, I went with Johnson's. You went with the Johnson's. Come Get, his team has been amazing. I'm not going to let... I am not going to sleep on him. I doubted Dan. I'm going to take Dan to give him a beat down. Jake's got Blake Bortles. Jake Cutler, and he is also the third team without a quarterback. Let's talk trades, boys. That's why I'm also picking (laughs) come get some. All right, hopefully my picks are a little bit better than last week's, but uh, we only disagree on one, and it's your matchup. Well, that's where the difference will lie. All right, now switching gears to Dynasty. 
Um, I actually did do good at picking up these matches. I did three out of five correct. The teams that fucked me? Well, my own. <laughs> my team decided across the board, you know what? We are not going to play. This week, we are not dropping any drugs in people's drinks. The Cosby crew is chilling at the crib. <laughs> this week you're losing? Is that what you're saying? No, that's what I picked last week. I picked the, my, my team to win and they fucked me. They did nothing. They did nothing. Yeah, you had the lowest score of the year, I'm yeah. sure. Well, Not even 50 points, Definitely folks. the week, but Two. I don't know about the year yet. Ryan almost outscored you by 100 points. Well, Ryan didn't play me last week. Yeah, another guy that... Well, you know what? He scored. does play me this week. <laughs> and, and that's why Ryan's going to destroy you. I actually picked Ryan to win this week because I think he's got some decent um, decent matchups. But I'm not sleeping on my team. I think my team's really good. I think that even going to 3-2, and two, we're a strong playoff team. But I wouldn't be surprised if my team won. I'll tell you that much. I just think his team this week might be stronger. I would be. His team is the bee's knees. He's got the best team in the league. It's just a matter of can someone knock him off in the playoffs? Um, Give me the impand all day. Then we get to the anal rapist versus the heart attacks. Yeah, it's been a rough year for... Uh, Trey till last week, and that was due to the Julio Jones exploding game. I actually Trey, this isn't Trey's matchup. Oh wait, whoops, wrong team. Oh, the Prescott and the Ryan. Oh, oh, you don't like either team here, man. I think I think the heart attacks are gonna win in a landslide. I I think anal rapist has traded all of his pieces away. He's two and two. Yeah, I mean, I I don't expect him to win more than four games the entire season. I will he just, also. He, he traded his his best two players away. I the agree. last two weeks. I agree, and I will also pick, um, the Shy City Hot Dogs, and that's what I didn't understand because his team was solid enough to where I'm like, well, if you still had Drew Brees right now and Demarco Murray, you're like, you can make a run. You can make a run. You can win the championship. Why you have arguably, you know, top five quarterback and the number one running back right now. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Thank you. I guess that's thanks to both of us since we both got the play. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Alright, so uh make America deflate again. The return of Tom Brady versus the Pittsburgh Feelers. This is where Trey's team turns it around. Yeah. I will agree with you on that. Where is a... Uh... Yeah, because now he's going to have Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Yeah. What a sick combo with what it is. I agree with you. Make America deflate again. However... The Pittsburgh Feelers do also have a good team. 
I mean, they have a good team. It's not like he's – I don't think it's like a landslide or anything like that, but he has a solid team. Derek Carr has been good. Joe Flacco has been good. I mean, not like great, but they're doing what they need. They I don't get, know. I like, I, Melvin Gordon, you know, know Kelvin Benjamin. Team because like Le'Veon I Bell. like all the players individually for the most part, but it's not like his team hasn't been bad the last two years. No, like, it, it, it has, but it's definitely a lot better now. And Devontae Freeman – as much as people wanted to hate, he's actually become justified where people have drafted him um, in leagues for what he's done the last three weeks. He's been re- he's been really good. That run yesterday, he had a crazy or not yesterday, but he had a crazy run on Sunday that was awesome. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's better than I thought he was going to be because he's just he's a good player. He's he's a great running back. He really is. I think I think. What I was doing when I made these picks of uh, Matt Ryan's garbage and, you know... Going off years past, I get it. Not necessarily years past, but it was also going... I, I didn't take into consideration how good Alex Mack was at center. And them going after and getting Alex Mack from the Browns was like... Huge. The best thing that they could have done for their offensive line. Yeah, no, it's it's helped their offensive line so much, it's not even funny. I agree. And then we have the CM Kings versus the Redskinned Redskins. I'm picking the Kings to win this. Whoo. Yes, I will also be going with the Kings to win it. I just think he's got the deeper team. I mean, there will now. be no Jeremy Hill. Yeah, but he's got Elliott and, and Johnson. And I'm sure for those who who go, why? What happened to Jeremy Hill? No, he's just gonna be starting for the Cosby Crew because I made a trade. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, I will also be going with the CM Kings. Then we get to our last and final matchup of the week. Your matchup: the Guru versus the Gotham City Road. I like my team. I just acquired DeMarco Murray. Um, I got great matchups this week with Luck in Chicago, Palmer in San Francisco. And, you know, he's got Cam Newton, but Cam Newton might not even be playing. And if Cam Newton ain't playing, he's got Simeon, but that's a big downgrade. Well, no, not really. I don't know. Simeon's been playing pretty Still a big downgrade. I mean, yeah, it's a big down. No, yeah, no, it is a big downgrade. Can't no, go from definitely. Like the I can't. Best quarterback in fantasy. To yeah, like no, you're right. You're right. The third. Well, no, Matt Ryan's the best this year. Kudos to Tommy Boy for picking that one up, Honor. You fucking cocksucker. All right, so I'm also gonna go with your team over uh, his team. I just think the injury to a quarterback in a two quarterback league is a very, very big thing and big hole to fall or like climb out of, especially if you don't have every other position stacked. Mm, I agree. You got anything else there this week, Chuck Banna? No, I do not. So, until next week, I ain't got shit else for you.